This is Radio Romania International. You are listening to our one-hour broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa. We can also be heard on the Internet at www.rri.ro channel 1. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and other social media platforms. Our programs are also available on TuneIn and via satellite Eurosat 16A on 11.512MHz vertical polarization, azimuth 16 degrees east, symbol rate 29.950 megasymbols per second, standard DVB-S2, modulation 8PSK, audio PID 510. We wish you good reception conditions. Welcome, I'm Mihaela Ignatescu with the news, the headlines. Romania's parliament starts a new session which will focus on the bills regarding education and special pensions. The three suspects in the case regarding the purchase of protective masks that were not in keeping with the standards, including the former football coach Viktor Pizurka, have been placed under judicial control. And the Russian forces have recorded slight progress in eastern Ukraine. The Romanian Senate and Chamber of Deputies are today holding the first ordinary parliamentary session this year. The agenda includes the most important bills with regard to the deadlines assumed under the National Recovery and Resilience Plan. The leaders of the main parties in the ruling coalition, the Social Democratic Party and the National Liberal Party, have announced as legislative priorities those on education and the reform of special pensions. The Liberals are also particularly interested in increasing the threshold from which pensions are taxed and a project to merge the local elections with the parliamentary ones in 2024. In May, according to the coalition's protocol, the rotation of premiers between the Liberals and the Social Democrats will take place. The Social Democrats have announced that they are working on a new government program, and the Social Democratic President, Marcel Cholaku, who will take over the position of Prime Minister in this case, set forth the idea of reducing labor taxation and overtaxing companies with very high incomes. From the opposition, the Save Romania Union has announced that it will initiate, on the first day of the parliamentary session, a new simple motion against the Minister of the Interior, Lucian Bode, against the background of accusations of plagiarism regarding his doctoral thesis. The President of Romania, Klaus Johannes, will pay an official visit to Baku, Azerbaijan, on February 2nd and 3rd, at the invitation of his counterpart, Ilyam Aliyev. The two presidents will open the ministerial meeting of the Southern Gas Corridor Advisory Council. The visit of the head of the Romanian state takes place in continuation of the very good talks held with the Azerbaijani president in Bucharest in December 2022, on the occasion of their participation in the signing ceremony of the agreement between the governments of the Republic of Azerbaijan, Georgia, Romania and Hungary, regarding the strategic partnership in the field of energy development and transport. In Baku, the state of implementation of regional interconnection projects such as the submarine electricity transmission cable will be assessed, and the initiation of similar projects in the digital field will be addressed. 
Azerbaijan is the first country in the South Caucasus region with which Romania raised bilateral relations to the level of strategic partnership in 2009. The Bucharest Tribunal has rejected the National Anti-Corruption Directorate's request for a 30-day custody for the Romarm director Gabriel Tutu and Alexandru Pizurka, the son of the former coach of the Romanian national football team Victor Pizurka, in the case related to the purchase of non-compliant protective masks for the Ministry of Defence. The two will be placed under legal restrictions pending trial. Alexandru Pizurka was detained for 24 hours on Tuesday, being accused of influence peddling, while Gabriel Tsutsu was also detained for a day. In the same case, Viktor Pizurka is also being investigated under legal restrictions for influence peddling. According to the Anti-Corruption Directorate, against the backdrop of the pandemic caused by the COVID-19 virus between March 2020 and September 2021, Gabriel Tsutsu, as general manager of Romarm, a state-owned company and the main supplier of defense technology, allegedly concluded with an association of companies, of which one was controlled by Alexandru Pizurka, under disadvantageous conditions for the company he was running, two public procurement contracts for the purchase of non-compliant equipment for the production of protective masks. Gabriel Tsuzu allegedly received the bribe through an intermediary in the amount of the equivalent of 10,000 euros. The Russian invasion forces are making small progress on the front in eastern Ukraine, international news agencies report. The main target remains the city of Bakhmut, which they have been trying to capture for months without success. Both Bakhmut and the neighboring villages of Kliskivska and Kurdyumivka, located south of the city, came under new Russian fire. According to the Ukrainian military, though, the Russians allegedly got stuck near the town of Advitka, the second focal point of their attacks in the disputed Donetsk region. And that was the news, now an important message for our listeners. On February 13th, we mark World Radio Day. This year's edition is themed Radio and Peace. War, as an antonym to peace, signifies an armed conflict between countries or groups within a country, but may also translate into a conflict of media narratives. The narrative can increase tensions or maintain conditions for peace in a given context. Since wars begin in the minds of men, it is in the minds of men that the defenses of peace must be constructed. On World Radio Day 2023, we invite you, dear friends, to send us short written or voice messages illustrating this theme radio and peace. We are looking forward to receiving your contributions at engl at rri.ro or on WhatsApp at 0040744312650. The most interesting of them will be included in special editions of our programs or will be posted on our social media. The Romanian Postal Service has begun the distribution of energy cards to 4 million people earning less than 400 euros a month. I'm Cristina Matescu with this report by Roxana Vasile. The distribution of the cards helping with the payment of energy bills got underway in Romania on the 1st of February. In a government meeting, Prime Minister Nicolae Ciucă asked the Minister for Investments and European Projects to further coordinate with the Minister for Research and the Postal Service to make sure that everything the government decided on paper gets done in practice. 
More precisely, the government decided to this year provide persons who have difficulty paying their energy bills with the equivalent inlay of 280 euros. The money will reach people in two payments via card, one this month, the second next September. More than 4 million people will thus receive help with their bills for electricity, gas, centralized heating, gas cylinders, wood fire, heating oil, wood pellets and other materials used for heating. The aid can be used for current or outstanding bills at the place where the beneficiaries reside. The Minister for Investments and European Projects, Marcel Bolos, said there are three methods of making the payments – at the post office, to the postal officer and electronically via an app, which he explained is easy to use. Marcel Bolos. The app can be accessed by typing in the serial number of the energy card and the three documents already used for making payments and which are necessary for the reimbursement of the heating aid, namely the ID card, the energy card and the energy bill. The energy card cannot be sold or donated, and those who try to break these rules are facing hundreds of euros in fines. One card can be used to make more than one payment to suppliers until the money runs out. Another measure taken by the government to help the population amid the rising cost of electricity and natural gas is to supplement the budget allocated to support the installation of photovoltaic panels, which can now finance four times more such projects, amounting to almost 190,000 homes. Also, procedures to access the funds have been simplified and the applications will be processed more quickly. Environment Minister Tanchos Barna explains. Applicants will need to produce their ID cards, a document from the land register showing they don't have debts to the state or local budgets, and once the photovoltaic system is installed, a certificate showing connection to the grid as users. Each applicant can receive around 4,000 euros, which is enough for a system providing 3.3 kilowatts per hour. The government approves the Romanian's new personal data storage system in a government cloud system. I'm Elena Yanake with more on this topic in a report by Mihai Pelin. The Bucharest government has approved the citizens' personal data management system that will be stored in the future government data centers. Security policies have been set so that no unauthorized person will have access to the Romanians' personal data. The Minister of Research, Innovation and Digitization, Sebastian Burduja, has explained that citizens will be informed when authorities need their data. The data will be stored on a government cloud to integrate at least 30 institutions until 2026, the minister said. The project has a total budget of over 561 million euros. The minister said that the citizens' data will be stored in a secure and protected place and that they will be notified any time an institution accesses their data. Sebastian Burduja. We respect the personal data sovereignty criteria and all data centers of the government's cloud are and will continue to be on Romania's territory. 
Also, we discuss for the first time about regulating and archiving the access to data so that data access history cannot be erased. That means any accessing of the data will be archived and audited and the Romanian citizen will be notified about the Romanian state's access to their data. That was Minister Sebastian Burduja. The intelligence service SRI will ensure cybersecurity, while the special telecommunications service SETESE will ensure the implementation, technical and operational administration, cybersecurity maintenance and the development of the basic infrastructure of the government cloud. A necessary instrument for the online accessing of various services is the new identity card, which by the end of the year will be issued at national level. The cost of the first 5 million ID cards will be covered from funds obtained under the Recovery and Resilience Plan, Police Chief Catalin Julescu explained. Both the electronic ID card and the simple ID card will be used in a certain format, which is similar to that of driving licenses or bank cards, so a smaller format. The security elements included in these two documents are in line with the technological criteria of the present time, so that security risks posed by the ID cards in circulation at present are removed. The ID cards we have at present have been issued starting 1997. That was Catalin Julescu. Parents can also request the issuing of ID cards for minors. Moreover, citizens can further opt for an electronic ID card or for a simple one without electronic storage support, depending on their preferences. And that has been our newscast. Focus on Romania. Next up in this broadcast, it's Song of the Day. Listen to the band Bere Gratis featuring Sore and Cabron with the song Blindfold. <laughs>
foi și ar fa să-mi vezi ochii mai clar Peste etape triste gata să sar Ți-a zice multe date aș bune pe jar Totuși îmi încer norocul ca Lazar Și spun că nu mai ești aceeași persoană Erai mai veselă la început cu o dai în tramă Ce tramă, ce flamă te-a făcut să-ți ieși din pielea ta de damă Damă, eu-s vinovat că totul se destramă Mai bine pune punct după atâtea virgule Să fie pace, hai să îngropăm săgețile Pentru amândoi tot ce-am trăit să fie lecție yeah. Fără nicio pretenție You are listening to Radio Romania International. Society Today. Welcome to Society Today with me, Eugen Nasta. The Romanian government as of late has endorsed a bill meant to regulate the prevention activity targeting children's separation from their families. The text mainly deals with the vulnerable communities in need of permanent support because of that. Such families live on very limited means which prompts quite a few members of those families to leave Romania for a better-paid job. But that has dramatic emotional implications for the children that have been left behind. Many parents opt for sacrificing their children's emotional balance and leave Romania for a job abroad. Crippled by their parents' lack of affection, some of the children develop abnormal patterns of behavior. They have school problems, they're quick to rebel for no reason. The school is unable to manage such crises, and neither are the other members of the family. Upon their return home, the children the parents find are totally different from the ones they'd left behind when they left the country. And at this point, the law intervenes, or is supposed to intervene. According to the government spokesperson, Dan Carbunaru, the bill will enable the implementation of a set of measures meant to prevent separation. Therefore, such families will be granted emergency aid. The aforementioned bill is the Foundation Act for the National Child Observer. It is an IT module to be included in the national IT system. In plain speak, the local public authorities will be able to access the updated situation of the families whose children face the risk of separation. The bill also stipulates measures targeting the rehabilitation of children with disabilities, psychological and psychotherapy intervention services for those children. And that because our children's psychological and emotional development should be treated very seriously. We're highly likely to run the risk of dragging behind childhood traumas all our lives. If we don't do anything about it in time, we'll find it even harder to do something about it later. Psychologists are capable of telling the fear of separation from the separation anxiety disorder. Elena Maria Dumitrescu is a psychotherapist 
in cognitive behavioral problems. Here she is explaining the difference between the separation fear and the separation anxiety disorder. Cred că este important să facem diferența între teama de separare și anxietatea de separare. I believe it is important for us to be able to tell the fear of separation from the separation anxiety disorder. Ever since we are born, we need safety, which makes the newly born and the infant respectively to manifest the fear of separation from the attachment person. The process we all go through in our early experience is a natural one. The thing is how we go through that stage, and that is connected to the way significant people in our lives fulfill our emotional but also our material needs. Therefore, the fear of abandonment is the newly born in the infant's greatest fear. The way the parents express their affection is vital for their balanced development. We're well aware of how vulnerable children in such communities can be, given that parents go at all lengths to be able to face the conundrum. Should they first provide for their children, sacrificing them emotionally, or should they first give them love, but have them feel the pinch and the discomfort of a life in poverty? So strong may be the ensuing emotional outburst that nobody is capable to sort it out. Here is psychotherapist Elena Maria Dumitrescu once again. This time, she tells us how the children's behavior may degenerate when they do not need their parents' affection. Certain events, but also failing to properly fulfill such needs, can be perceived by children as something unsafe. So they're sure to move from the fear of separation to the separation anxiety thus generating a low-grade control of the perceived reality. You can see that happening with the children who limit their own opportunities to explore the environment, to develop new abilities, to cope with certain new challenges or to ask for help. In certain situations, the children are separated from their families and they will perceive the physical but also the emotional distancing from people in their lives whom they hold most dear. And that leads up to an increasingly low tolerance of uncertainty, a mechanism underlying the state of anxiety and its symptoms. How the programs the government seeks to implement in the vulnerable communities, that still remains to be seen. For the time being, please know that in the southeastern county of Tulcha alone, over 300 children on the brink of separation have been offered aid through a European project carried by the Romania Sera Foundation. The figure of 300 exceeds the initially envisaged number of children, which only stands proof of the fact that such programs must develop in our country. And that was Society Today. Coming up next on Radio Romania International. 
visit Romania. Welcome to Visit Romania with me, Lekramera Simeon. Today we invite you to discover several novel places which will surely offer you unforgettable experiences. We will be heading towards Tsara Făgărașului, Făgăraș land, sometimes also called Tsara Oltului, Old land, after the name of the river that crosses this historical area in Transylvania. Between the crests of the highest mountains in Romania, Făgăraș, you will find a unique place to stay, an ice hotel. The ice hotel is the first in the list of unique experiences suggested by Rodica Pavel, a tour guide, journalist and travel blogger. The star is the Carpathian Ice Castle or Ice Hotel. It is a castle that was built from blocks of ice located at an altitude of 2,050 meters in the very heart of Fagarash. The Carpathian Ice Castle has a very short life. Every year it is built according to a theme. It has at least 10 rooms where you can spend the night with a thicker blanket and at a temperature of about 2 degrees. There is a bar there, events are also organized, and those who are cold overnight can go to one of the tourist guest houses in Bula, which are located at the highest altitude in Romania, Rudika Pavel explained. The Carpathian Ice Castle is not the only attraction of the Old or Fagarash land in southern Transylvania. To get to the castle, says Rodika Pavel, you have to pass through the village of Badea Kirtsan, the Romanian peasant who was born on January 24, 1849, in Sibiu. Gheorghe Kirtsan went down in history by the name of Badea Kirtsan, being famous for the struggle of Romanians from Transylvania who wanted independence and national integrity. Bada Kurtzan distributed Romanian books in Transylvania, which he brought clandestinely from Romania crossing Fagarash Mountains, so that the Romanian language should not be lost in the villages across the mountains. The famous Romanian peasant is known to have also traveled the world and spent the night in Rome at the foot of Trajan's Column. The story goes that, when seeing him, the Italian Carabinieri exclaimed in the morning that a Dacian had come down from the column. In this village, you can also visit the Badakrtsan Museum. Also in the area is the famous Albota Carpathian trout farm. Actually, the area in southern Transylvania is famous for its many trout farms, which can also be visited in winter, said Rodika Pavel. Rodika Pavel, a travel guide, journalist, and travel blogger, suggests that we stay at the foot of Fagarash to discover more of the beauties of the area. In Porumbacul Commune, tourists will discover the Valazinelor Clay Castle. The Valazinelor Castle is located near a concept complex of small fairy tale homes, a tourist product called the Calendar Story. All these small houses are named after the arcane name of each calendar month, said Rodika Pavel in the end of today's visit Romania. Next in this program, sports.
Welcome to our regular sports feature. I'm Ana Maria Popescu. The women's handball team CSM Bucharest has this week taken a big step towards winning the national championship. Coach Adrian Vasile's students beat the defending champions Rapid Bucharest 27-26 and went nine points ahead of them in the ranking. The match was quite balanced, with both teams taking turns in the lead, but CSM went four goals ahead of Rapid in the last ten minutes of the game. The best scorer for the winning team was Cristina Neagu with eight goals, while for Rapid, Orlane Kenner scored six times. Rapid missed Sorina Grozav, one of the best players of today's generation in Romanian handball. After this 14th leg of the championship, CSM ranks first with 40 points, followed by Gloria Bistrița with 34 and SCM Romnicu Vulcea with 32. Rapid only comes fourth with 31 points. This weekend, CSM and Rapid are playing in the Champions League and SCM Romnicu Vulcea in the EHF European League. On Saturday, Rapid are taking on Group B leaders Mets in France. This is a critical game for the Romanian champions as a win would secure their place in the quarterfinals. Mets is currently top of the table with 21 points, followed by three teams with 18 points. Gjorf of Hungary, Eisberg of Denmark and Rapid from Bucharest. In Group A, CSM play at home on Sunday against another French team, Brest-Bretagne. Romania's vice-champions are already qualified into the quarter-finals and top the group with 21 points. Next come Vipers Christian Sand of Norway with 19 points. And in the EHF European League, SCM Romniku Vulcea play at home on Saturday against Thuringia. The German team is currently the leader of Group D with six points in three matches. Volja comes second with two points, followed by Paris 92 of France and Vak of Hungary. And this has been today's sports feature. Don't forget that you can also follow us online at rri.ro and on Facebook. Coming up next in the program, here is truly Romanian, I'm Eugen Nasta. We have prepared for today a fine choice of songs from Olekia in southern Romania. Our guest is a traditional music vocalist with a penchant for the merrymaking song Elena Lefescu Brazu. For starters, here's one of her most beautiful recordings, a love song where Elena Lefescu Brazu is accompanied by the orchestra conducted by the late Marin Giocel. <laughs> Verde, mare, cine? 
Cântăm și de Poarda groasă Verde s-a mulastră Că-am ajuns Doar de acasă Verde s-a mulastră Ea mai zis și Pe burtuite De trei lămâi Cam o vorbă Să-ți o spui Verde trei lămâi of Telorman County, which lies at the crossroads of two great folkloric regions, Wallachia and Oltenia, Elena Lefescu Brazo was spotted for her remarkable voice by the great artist Gheorghe Zanfir. Next up in the program, here is yet another song from Elena Lefescu Brazo's repertoire. Mai rămă, vește jescă 
Elena Lefescu Brazu took the beauty of the traditional Romanian song countrywide, but also abroad, to such countries as Austria, Belgium, the Czech Republic, Germany, to name but a few of them. Coming up next in the program, here is yet another fine song from her repertoire. Foaie verde, firmar rar, mai mai Băiat ca Gheorghe, mai rar, mai mai Scoate ca din coșan Pe murcușii, pe cezar, mai Pune la căruță, măi, măi Și se duce la mândruță, măi, măi Hai, mândruliță la tâghi Să-ți cumpăr mărgea la gât, măi, You are now invited to listen to Elena Lefescu Brazu's own version of a song from the great Mariela Teresu's repertoire. Și de băcițe, de 
Elena Lavescu Brazos musical output includes lots of recordings she made with the Romanian state-run television and radio, a number of LPs with the Electrocord record label, a cassette tape and two CDs with songs from Mariela Tarezu's repertoire. We end Truly Romanian with yet another love song performed by Elena Lefescu Brazu. Hai, hai, neicuțal meu, hai, hai, că drumul-i greu, hai, hai, neicuțal meu, hai, hai, că drumul-i greu, să vii, neicuță, să vii, pe poteca de la vii, să vii, neicuță, să vii, pe poteca de la vii, pe poteca cea mai scurtă și vino de măsărută, pe poteca cea mai scurtă, Și vino de măsărută Hai, hai, neicuțal meu Hai, hai, că drumul-i greu Hai, hai, neicuțal meu Hai, hai, că drumul-i greu Să mă săruți de trei ori Pe obraz, pe ochișori Să mă săruți de trei Să-ți minte viața toată Pe gurița parfumată Să-ți minte viața toată Living Romania Coming up next Happening in Romania Hello and welcome to a new edition of Happening in Romania with me, Lăcrămiara Simeon. The exhibition, Romanian Artists on the World Map, dedicated to Romanian creators who have become famous especially abroad, is open at the headquarters of the Romanian Cultural Institute. The event, organized on the occasion of the National Culture Day marked on January 15th, brings together, among other things, works from the collection of lawyer George Sherban, made by more than 50 Romanian artists who have settled in countries around the world where they have created or are currently creating. The president of the Romanian Cultural Institute, Liviu Zikman, said the following, quote, I considered organizing this exhibition as a symbolic gesture given the mission of the Romanian Cultural Institute, namely to build a bridge between Romania and the Romanian artistic diaspora, trying to make these Romanian artists more accessible to the Romanian public and, at the same time, to send a signal to the entire network of Romanian Cultural Institute representatives that it is important to pay attention and follow the Romanian artists who create abroad, Liviu Zigman said. He announced that the Bucharest project will be taken abroad as well. The exhibition can be visited until February 28th. The Association of Romanian Publishers has announced a calendar of debates and events for 2023, meant to change the dramatic situation which the written culture in Romania is currently in. A Pact for Reading will be launched on February 15, 2023. Reading is a therapeutic and intellectual activity through which the human beings cultivate the reflexes needed to relate usefully with those around them, but also to find orientation in the world culture. Extensive studies have shown that the economic satisfaction of individuals is higher among those who grew up with the bookcase at home, 
thus acquiring the reflex to read. According to statistics, Romania ranks last in the European Union in terms of book consumption. With a turnover of around 60 million euros recorded by publishing houses, Romania is surpassed by all the countries in the EU, being at an astronomical distance from Germany, the largest book market in Europe, which records sales annually of about 9 billion euros. You are listening to Radio Romania International. The Association of Romanian Publishers has again sent a warning signal and moreover it intends to run a program supported by debates, dialogues, press conferences and to launch a reading pact. The pact launches an invitation to join to personalities of the contemporary cultural world, political and administrative decision makers, writers and readers, therefore all those interested in changing this painful reality. The Association of Romanian Publishers proposes, therefore, for 2023, a sustained calendar of debates on current topics, as well as large-scale exhibitions dedicated to books in several cities in the country and in Chisinau, the capital of the Republic of Moldova. The first event in the series will take place at the Humanitas Bookstore in Lipscan Street, Bucharest, on February 15th, a date declared by law as the Reading Day, and which risks being, once again, just a sad occasion to remind us how the statistics are worrying, without this concern being followed by a concrete plan of action. This is why on this occasion the Association of Romanian Publishers will launch the Reading Pact. Politicians, decision-makers from relevant ministries, teachers, education specialists, journalists, representatives of students and parents will be invited to participate publicly in the discussion. The next event is scheduled for March 27th, when a dialogue will be held on the state of Romanian literature on both sides of the Prut River in the context of the celebration of the Day of the Union of Bessarabia with Romania on March 27th and of the continuous efforts of publishers from Romania and the Republic of Moldova to create a common Romanian book market, including through the Bookfest Chisinau International Book Fair, scheduled this year between August 30th and September 3rd. The third meeting will have as its starting point the celebration of the Book and Copyright Day on April 23rd, and the Association of Romanian Publishers will try to bring before the public the specific problems of this field, especially piracy, unfair competition and plagiarism, which have acquired dramatic accents in the past years. The series of events in the Association of Romanian Publishers calendar for this first semester of 2023 will end in the specially arranged spaces at the Bookfest International Book Fair in Bucharest, held between May 24th and 28th at the Romexpo compound in Bucharest. On the agenda are discussions about children's literature and the decisive importance of reading in children's development, debates about the fatal correlation between the lack of education and poverty, the presentation of a package of specific short-term solutions for the future, so that Romania should return among the countries that value reading, education and cultural performance. On Thursday, January 26, 2023, 
The Radio Concert Hall will host an event called Tetrismatic, enjoying the game of an unexpected journey, featuring music created like Tetris pieces. Tetrismatic is a concert conceived as a sound and visual adventure, in which the saxophonist Kathleen Miller and his guests will support a musical journey as a game in a discussion with musical inserts moderated by Florian Lungu. Around the theme of this album and the behind-the-scenes process of making the Tetrismatic album, some of the jazz musicians of today will take to the stage of the radio hall. Livio Negru, guitar and effects, Julian Nicolau, drums and other percussion instruments, Adrian Flautistu, double bass, electric bass and effects, and Catalin Mila, tenor saxophone, baritone saxophone, electronic wind instruments, effects and samples. The guests of the evening are Ana Maria Rochu, voice, and Silvio Guraza, trumpet. Joining hands for the creation of this album were also Viktor Panfilov, the recording engineer. Kodrin Lazar Mixing, Jeronim Pogorilovsky Sound Design and Mastering, and Alex Mila and Mila Studio, who were in charge of the graphic part of the Tetrismatic album, released both in a digital version and on vinyl. Colleen Mila said the following about his project, quote, We come with a new style, acoustic and electronic, vintage and modern at the same time, without limitations moving from jazz rock to reggae, funk, free jazz, techno, or classical music. Tetrismatic is a cinematic soundtrack with dynamic, atmospheric, unexpected and surprising changes like a game. The music was composed in a way similar to the movement of Tetris pieces. It is a sonic and visual adventure where we are free to choose a different direction at any moment." End of quote. The Tetrismatic album is available online in digital format on Katalin Mila's website and will also be available on vinyl by pre-order. Considered one of the most creative artists of the moment, appreciated as a performer, composer and teacher, Katalin Mila began his studies at the Bucharest National University of Music, continued his studies in the Netherlands and in the U.S., in the period 2008-2010, he was awarded the Hugh Ginsberg Scholarship of the Dutch government and was supported by the Makarov Foundation. Katalin Mila is a fervent supporter of the Romanian jazz movement, being the initiator of the first Romanian jazz magazine, Jazz Compass, and he is involved in both concert and teaching activities, offering workshops and masterclasses. The concert will be broadcast live on the airwaves on all Radio Romania culture and Radio Romania music frequencies and live online on the websites of the two radio stations. And that's all from Happening in Romania. From me, Lucrimera Simeon, it's goodbye now. Focus on Romania. Coming up next on Radio Romania International.
simply folk. Welcome to Simply Folk. We invite you to listen to Elisabetta Ticuzza with a beautiful song about the wind. that our broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa has come to an end. You can listen to our next program for Western Europe at 1800 hours UTC on 7350 kHz in the DRM system and on 9770 kHz in analog system. Listeners in Africa can receive our programs tomorrow at 1200 hours UTC on 17821470 kilohertz. We can also be heard on the internet at ri.ro channel 1. If you have any comments or suggestions, please write an email at engl@ri.ro. Goodbye.